sipping, I'm 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 sipping, as yeah. artists? Yeah, I'm sure. There's yeah, a lot of women that are writers but for because a rap, they don't like, look for like, a rapper, like what? Y'all heard of Set Free? Yeah, set free. absolutely. So we grew up together, and we took me to a meeting at Universal when uh, when Styles put out the I'm Black uh, single. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. They had it printed up, like, and white guy coming, who the fuck is this? Uh, we can't shop this. Like, literally, like, while we there, it's like, he talking about, that's too conscious. That'll wake them up. I was like, you know what? Oh, I said, no. I said, yeah. I said, I gotta walk away from oh. this meeting. Yeah, I gotta walk away. So they that was threw an away anvil. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, real talk. Like I was there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, in front of folk? Yeah. That he couldn't yeah. trust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I said, I, I, I. But that's nah, how bold I had to they dismiss in myself. Yeah, it's like they weren't going. You know what I mean? Like yeah, but mind you, you, you just made a call on it and you ain't the fucking culture, mm-hmm. but y'all making McDonald's and Sprite commercials with niggas fake rapping. Yeah, right. Yeah. So y'all care, y'all want this bread. I can tell you exactly what makes sense and what don't. Styles has been doing it for 15 years at that point. And you gonna say what you can't market? Mm-hmm. Put it the fuck out. What did Styles teach you by that point? He did all them mixtapes with Big Mike, right? Yeah. You know what happened? Them Jones went bonanzas. Label ain't getting none of that shit. Big Mike probably rich now. Right. But like the label don't take advantage of the energy that they want because there's an agenda. Yeah. That shit is Absolutely. Absolutely. If you can blatantly say that's going to wake them up. Yeah. Then these other niggas ain't been lying at all. Well, you remember Lupe's song. These ain't just conspiracy uh, theories. That song he had. And he made a signal like uh, um, his homies clown. Words I never said. His home. No, his homies clown on like... uh, Oh, you talking what's the um, name? Um, I forgot the name that. Yeah. Um, damn. That's going to wake him up, Lou. That's not, yeah. 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 Yeah, he did it. And that's, that's my young boy. Like, before he came out, you know what I mean? My man Esco, rest in peace. You know what I mean? He was bringing me Lupe. And, you know what I mean? He was hanging out, driving around New York and everything. Cool young dude, you know, he grew up in that slime, so mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. vibed off of that. And mm-hmm. um, last time I saw him, he did a, a show at the truck. Okay, yeah, I think if but, Lupe um, would have came out like around the time that Kendrick would have came out, he could have had maybe the Kendrick Cole, shot uh, or the J. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Because he I was like, he was if people would have yeah. understood, like, I he was think, I think Kick Push was a brilliant song for one. Mm-hmm. I also think it was Superstar a great- Superstar was too. He had some good, he had some no, good but Kick but Push he was, he was, put he was... him in a box because people didn't understand who Lupe was through yes. that okay. song. So it was a great single. It should have probably been a follow-up single. Mm-hmm. Why? Because, because it was like skater? Because, because it was like a skater type it song? Was, it, it was perceived as a skateboard You think they put him like a Pharrell, yeah. Yeah. Like a Pharrell a, box? Yeah. Kind of yeah. like- you had to really listen to it to see how he was flipping the entire Absolutely. thing. Yeah, because Hurt and Me how that soul. had never been done before. When he did Hurt Me Soul, he that, that spoke Jones. to me. Yeah. He got some tough words I never to said. Yeah, yeah. I play that shit in the yeah, bar religiously yeah. on the jukebox. Like, he's he's had joints and, I mean, complete albums, The Cool. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. The Cool is tough. But, bro. like, this is Kendrick level. This is that, that brain yeah. type of shit. Yeah. But he introduced himself at a high level through something that was perceived as a skateboarder. Yeah. People don't realize, like, they looking at him now playing with katana swords and thinking, like, oh, he got money, so he's a ninja. Like, no, this nigga has been a yeah, whole gangster like, yeah. that been on some other shit and, and studied a lot of things his whole life. Right. Which is why his first, second, and third album was tough, and y'all didn't catch it. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's just sad because it's like, part of... Part of what people benefit from now, a lot of people lost to that. Like, I would have never I fucked with that. a Wiz if I didn't smoke with my youngins to cushion orange juice mm. and then see a Wiz vlog and understand Wiz. And mm. then that you made said that me before. get like, all right, I fuck with him. Because he's not trying to be nothing other than him. Yeah. Right. And this is his vibe. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the, see, I'm, it's like that Jeezy line. I took a Gatorade break to get everything straight. Now I'm sitting here like, how much Gatorade make? How much money do it make? Take right. it make some yeah. more money. Right. I'm like, hold up. Where's in currency? At a time when everybody is saying you got to be a gangbanger, it's saying <laughs> you could be Taylor Gang right, if right. you wear Chucks and smoke joints. Right. You could be Jet Life if you wear Jordans and smoke joints. 
these white people is now part of the gang without yeah. having to risk all yeah. the shit they right, got to risk right, to be right, a right. Wayne fan. Yeah, yeah, right, right. About that. You so, see what I'm yeah. saying? Like, people didn't even realize Calculated. the lane. If yeah. The first currency show I went to, them white people had them motherfucking things in the air mm-hmm. all night. They mm-hmm. thought they was jets. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, they really think they, like, they're jets. Yeah. And you know what? Nobody's going to tell them they're not. Yeah. Not even him. Yeah, I remember. Uh, like, my that's man. what you want to build. Chris, he's like, yeah, the kid. I, I remember hearing about her, but I went to his show up in Westchester in 09. Mm. And Wiz never forgot me. I remember I got pictures of him and my daughter at Powerhouse <laughs> together. So it was like, wow, you know what I mean? Man, him, yeah, yeah. I'm I, proud of him because he, mm. he really built this. Stuff. People don't realize what he's done. Yeah. This nigga signed Juicy J to four different deals. He got Juicy as an A&R, yeah. a producer, an artist, and like VP of some shit. Right. Like he got Juicy J, who is one of the bro- most brilliant niggas we ever seen in this yeah. shit. But like also what he's done for the last 10 or more years is he's been throwing his own shows. He's been headlining, but the person that's right before him is actually bigger X than he is. Mm-hmm. I don't think people understand what that takes to be able to do that type of shit. General. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like he's he's he yeah. really attacked the game and used everything to his his strengths that he was supposed to. And like as far as you look at the relationship with him and currency, they think the same, they operate yeah, the I same, like yeah. Yeah. but they're two different people. Currency is still the laid back dude. Wiz is the rock star. Period. Mm-hmm. Since that time that they came out together and they both benefited from it, they have killed in their own lane separately. I don't see currency looking at Wiz like, damn, I should have did the rock star shit. Right. No, no, no. no. And that's what niggas got to get at. Exactly. You can't look at the success I made and be like, well, damn, I introduced him to that motherfucker. So, well, nigga, listen, what I owe you? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, because that's crazy. What you want, 10%? Because we ain't made no money together. He just introduced me to some other people and I built other relationships. (laughs) Yeah. You gave me the legs and I walked in them. But I, that's my thing. Like, I got a, a, um, a homie, my right hand, E, and we've been throwing cookouts for the last 20 years together. And one thing we do, we bring a lot of people together. If I introduce you to somebody specifically for, like, you know, I think y'all got business that makes sense or mm-hmm. personalities that make sense. After I introduce you, it's on you to build from there. I expect yeah, no you yeah. to build from there because that's because why I introduced you. saw like-mindedness right there. That's yeah. why I, I actually feel bad when I don't. And she'll attest to this. I got a homie, Bug. Bug does a lot of work for Chester. Um, you do a lot of shit with Jello Beats and them. Okay. And I went to college with you, and that's my brother. And um, her and Bug was supposed to meet for a long time. And one time they wound up at my event where one came early and one came late, but they would like at some point it intersected. Mm-hmm. But I was so busy on my hosting and, yeah. and I was probably drunk by then. <laughs> still ain't me. That a couple days later we was talking about. I'm like, and such and such came and Bug was. She like, hold up. Bug was there. You ain't introduced me to Bug as much as I've been trying to fuck. And because they were supposed to discuss business and they had like talked online but never met in person. And I'm the common denominator. And I felt horrible, rude. I'm glad you did. Because I'm like, yo, there's been so many times that they missed each other. This time they was there at the same time because they both support me, you know, at random shit. So it's been times that they've been at the same place, not at the same time. And this was the time that it overlapped and I fucked it up. I didn't do it and it was my fault. And I felt bad. Just like I feel with um, I missed your event and I said I was going to come. Yeah. If I say I was going to come, I have intentions on coming. If I miss it and somebody riding around with me and we whatever we was doing ran over, I'm like, shit, I was supposed to go to Rube, John, man. That's crazy. They're like, bro, you can't be at everything. But no, I said I was going to be right. there. My intention was to be there and whatever ran over probably wasn't doesn't replace what what me supporting you might have done for you. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I appreciate Because it. I believe in, and it's not just you, it's just people that I support in general. In general I'm That's really, how you are. I'm you adamant like about that shit. No I'm adamant about that. I'm, I'm at a point finally where I, you know, we always say shit like, I want my closet to be damn near black owned. Mm-hmm. I'm almost there now. There you go. You know what I mean? And it just comes because my people are making it easy. I like that shit. Send me that. Yeah, let's go. You know, I got cash at whatever, how yeah. we got to do it. But I think that these things are important, man. And I think that, like we like we said earlier, when you're aware of what we're capable of, you fight for that shit. 
Oh, whether good. it's for you or not. If it's for somebody else, you like, I, I need to see this person win. Right. And I think people that don't apply themselves, they should do that all the more. Like, if you're not somebody that's chasing your dream, if you settle, when you see people chasing their dreams, you shouldn't hate on their dreams. You yeah, should try like, to support it. Yeah, Absolutely. You breathe the same air as me. We, we, you can move forward with that. Yeah, the like, same 24 hours. Yeah. It, goes back, yeah. it, it goes to, again, you know what I'm talking about? Because he said it earlier, I didn't really get a chance to jump on it. But, again, full circle. You got the same 24 hours. You breathe the same air. It's just about your drive, your motivation, and what yeah. you're going to do with it. Exactly. Now, what's the end goal? Like, do you have one? Like, I know that we talking about brick and mortar soon, mm-hmm. which is... Yeah, it's that's be, major, yeah, major, it's major, crazy. major. Um, so, but like, is we franchising this shit? Is we yeah. gonna sell the likeness? Uh, you gonna be in a supermarket? You know what I mean? Like that type shit. You so, gonna make a new yeah. hot sauce for hot ones? Yeah, it's like. <laughs> so I made an announcement. This is my first time. He actually put Exclusive. me out there first. Um, uh, my my new partner investor, Aaron Anderson. He's a young black millionaire that, you know, he, he all the business ventures that he have, like you you see him, he came to my pop-up. Uh, he always come to my pop-up in a different one of his fancy cars. He had <laughs> second second street going crazy. He dropped, he drove up in his Rolls Royce. Uh, mm. the, um, Shut coupe. second yeah. street down. Yeah, like they was block. coming like. Bro, who's that? I was like, you know, you know what I'm he's just a rich Negro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell him, Rue. Yeah, so, you know, we, we saw really so much synergy. <laughs> I actually met him a year ago around this time. And um, he, had, I was doing a catering job at the AKA in University City, the mm-hmm. tower. Yeah. And he's a resident there. And um, next thing you know, he's coming, he's tasting my food that whole night, hooked to it. Coming to all my pop ups <laughs> and all that, like, and he just he stepped to me. He was like, he said, "Look, I want to invest in you," mm. and it's just like the synergy yeah. happened. So he, you know, uh, I don't know if you uh, heard the original Hot Dog Factory. Yeah, absolutely. So he owns that. You know, oh, okay, and he's okay. one that he, he owns a bunch <laughs> of franchises in that. Okay. So we hooking up and um, we're going. You know, we we open up some brick and mortars and. We gonna take, we gonna franchise, you know, Big Rude's fried chicken, Don't look at you getting Big Rude's cheese steak, okay, my my breakfast, my, my all chicken that. sandwich, yeah, yeah all that, get yeah. That chicken sandwich. yeah, all that encompasses. Listen, and it's just I love like, this interview, but I can't yeah. wait to eat that cheese. No, yeah. like, to know that. Take a bite while we on I can't there, do it because I'm not gonna stop, yeah, yo. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do it toward the end. After I finish right, okay. food, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna definitely do it. One thing that is dope, like you, one day will pop up, you be like, damn, what I want to eat. Let me check Rude Page, see if he got a pop-up. He always say that, yo. We always... And if you don't, it's like, damn, it's cool. But he, he said Thursday or Tuesday, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, to know that you're going to be somewhere and know that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's whenever. Yeah. Like, right. that's so hard. That's so dope. Yeah, whenever you whenever you want to Rube, And rip, mind you, rub, I got drink it. and smoke. Yeah. So my, my, my hours fluctuate as to when I'm in the mood for, <laughs> for the whole sandwich type I appreciate grub. appreciate that. But, like... One thing that I want to do, and um, I have been talking to my people about this for a while. I ain't tell my family yet, but I do want to get you to cater something for my mom and them. Okay. Something light, but my mom brings a crowd, so it ain't that light. Yeah, she, okay. she, she party <laughs> harder than your be boy. In the building. I'm ready. She party harder than your boy. I'm like, ready. Yeah, ain't no yeah. party like a Linda party. But oh, um, mom, you know I got to be there. You, you, we'll, we'll, we'll talk mm-hmm. about it. We'll figure out when. And I'm going to just do it. Just because, probably because Thank um you. we missed the birthday and our um, anniversary already, so fuck it. Let's just it is what it is. Let's go. Let's, day. let's go. But we're gonna figure that out because um she hasn't been able to make it because she's one of ones. She wants to come when she can bring my dad. Okay, all right. And he work work. work. Okay, all so right. like they ain't been able to catch up to you. So we're gonna figure out how to bring the experience to them. Yeah, please. But I, that's the I, kind of respect I got. Yeah, I'm appreciate Mom that. Mom just got to have some of that. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. Like people <clears throat> that bring their parents and um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just like, and one thing that I love from all everybody tastes my food. For one, they all everybody come away said you put love behind it. That's what I said earlier. No yep. hand. It's just like that's a resounding statement. It's like. You cook with love. Absolutely. But even you know when you man? watch these cooking shows, these chef shows, they'll say to the person, like, 
it feels like you just made this. Like, it doesn't feel like you really put the... Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they be talking about that love, but I have a theory, too. You ain't put too. your foot in it. Yeah. I got a yeah, theory, I, too, though. I get that. Like, I choose, <laughs> I choose my soul food restaurants by... um. Like if I if I go in there and I see a lot of old black people in there, I'm eating there. Okay. Because yeah. old Absolutely. black people ain't like us. Yeah. If they it not, ain't good as shit, yeah. They, like they, I make they, it myself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They is not spending no money. Yeah. They're not waiting in line. They're not going yeah. through none of that. They will spend mm-hmm. that 35, 45 minutes mm-hmm. doing their own thing. And they'll start some greens the night before. Like, yeah. Like they not going through it. So that's mm-hmm. like a testament that when you get old black folk that fuck with your black folk style yeah. cooking, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That mean that you doing something right. No that means that the love is in there because yeah. they know the difference. Niggas, I just gotta eat something real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Right, right, right. Yeah. People settle. Black, old black people don't settle for no food. No, man. no. It better be seasoned. <laughs> yeah, that's real talk. And it better be made with some love. Yeah, with some yeah. love. No, like I'm actually gonna be making biscuits every day for you oh, when wow. it goes kitchen. Or I like, talk yeah, that shit, bro. Yeah, you gonna get what's the hours looking like? Uh, it's gonna be nine at nine in the morning. I'm doing breakfast. My yes, breakfast, okay. You, that's you why know, I was asking. You missed my breakfast sandwiches. So you like, doing the chicken yeah. and waffles again? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, that's gonna be. Yeah, the sandwiches yeah. popping out mm-hmm. 7th Street last yeah, couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, 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 my. Oh, yeah. My I can't sh- wait. You heard that was November 1st, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, hey, look, this for you. <laughs> I'm in the building. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in my hair today. Yeah, so yeah, it's so. going to be, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for the challenges. Like, but you didn't finish. So, yeah. 9 to what? What you say? That 9 to 11 p.m. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, like you said, you said yeah. your joints be all time it's all, Yeah, so, you know, it's going to be all through the, like, you could pull up. It's 1308 Gerard. Okay. You can, they have a spot that you can order right there and they'll bring it out to you. Okay. Right? You know what I mean? So you can do that, but you know if That's what's like right there at thirteenth and Gerard? Yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Thirteen oh eight Gerard. You'll cool. see a um it says food nest right there. And so Word. it's a lot of different restaurants that I feel like I've seen it. Ghost yeah. kitchens in, in there. there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was wild when I was putting getting all my equipment put in there and these guys they got this barbecue spot and I taught, and the, and the guy, I was like, yeah, my fried chicken. So I get halfway down the hallway. I thought I knew that voice, Big Roo. Yeah, yeah, WIP, Big Roo's fried chicken. He's like, I can't believe it. Oh, I can't wait to smell that chicken frying. Uh, I'm like, yeah. WIP That's what's up. play yeah. every week. Yeah, yeah, I'm on there tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm on That's there dope. tomorrow. That's dope. That's dope. 20 year relationship. Wow. Again, yeah. all this mm-hmm. is just like going back full circle yeah. from everything. Yeah. Because about. I think it's important. And that's why we harp on it so much. Because if Absolutely. you watch multiple episodes of this, there's a lot of people that are successful in different ways. They all abide by the same shit. They understand the importance of cultivating relationships. They understand the importance of going beyond what people will necessarily follow you sure. initially. But it's like what I tell, um, a lot of young artists that's like, my homies is bullshit and I'm trying to make a movement. I'm telling them we got a movement. They ain't trying to. And I'm like, you got to move first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People yeah. got responsibilities, baby moms, mm-hmm. job, school, whatever they got going on. Everybody ain't leaders either. And, they, a lot of people are followers. you can't too. even tell a nigga that if he put two, three people in a car to ride to the show that you getting gas money yet. And he might need that to go to the show. Yep. Right. He might want to support you. And another thing is, and you, you're good at this, you give them different price points to support you at different ways to support mm-hmm. you. Like I say, like with, with artists in general, um, for instance, you got your digital that you can sell. Mm-hmm. You have your merch. You have other ways mm-hmm. that you can, you, you have your shows and things like that, yeah. that people that can't support you this way might can support you that way. They right. might can support you that way. They might buy a t-shirt just because they want to spend some money with you even though mm-hmm. they don't wear t-shirts. Yeah. But if you give them ways to support you, it opens up for you. And you can't be resentful when you're not providing enough opportunities for enough people to get access to ways to help you. Right. Yeah, so I, I, I preach that. And mm-hmm. I think that those things are important. I think that to see more than just us say it right. is important. Yeah. It's, it's very important because it's not our thing. It's a real thing. People have, people have figured out shit in the darkest tunnels by living well, by these things. Well, your greatest creative creativity come a lack thereof, like so. If mm-hmm. any of y'all watching, y'all Google. Well, I'm pretty, you know, the school and yeah, y'all heard of Eli Whitney, right? Absolutely. So they credit him for the cotton gin, mm-hmm. but when you use your mind, it's like, oh, 
though. How can a plantation owner from Connecticut come up with something <laughs> to make my ancestors work right. easier? Right. So, and this came out, you can Google it. The enslaved our people created that cotton gin. He just made up, he stole a patent, you know I mean, stole it and created a patent. And like, so the people that owned the plantation that he was going down a so-called vacation in North Carolina to see, he stole it off of that enslaved black person. It was and making it easier they, for them yeah. to do yeah, the, exactly. what they was so, doing. Yeah, exactly. It, it so why would you make, make it easier from that? But like, it didn't make it easier. The intention mm-hmm. was to make it easier. It actually ramped up um, the need for production. Right. You see what I'm saying? But now, the now we have an easier way to clean up. it. Yeah. We right. need more cotton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, the brilliance came from us. Yeah. Absolutely. The ingenuity. But, I mean, we, we're born engineers. Yeah. I mean, when they stole us, they stole... Scientists, doctors, sure. engineers—you know—they didn't. They just told everybody. Yeah, yeah they, they were just enslaved I mean? in yeah. a different way. Exactly. They was, so they was put somewhere else. To yeah, produce. like uh, you know, is no almanac, is no you know the the foresight, whole, this judging the um uh when well, observing the seasons without Benjamin Banner. Absolutely, you know absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Philly, eleven. I always absolutely. tell people. You want to know where you are? Just go to 11th and Lombard and just sit there. I said, your DNA is going to speak to you. The fact that this great man that surveyed and an architect Washington, D.C., that clock that's in London is named after him. Mm-hmm. Most of us don't know that. Big Ben. The Big Ben. Mm-hmm. Because what? He created the first clock here. Yep. And out of respect, they Absolutely. honored him over there. You yep. know what I mean? So absolutely, yeah, they racist over there. Yeah, yeah, they racist everywhere though. But they so. give up the prize like this. Is like there's no Rolling Stones and Beatles and the animals without temptations, absolutely, muddy waters and all. But they they spoke it like, oh, I got that from him. Mm-hmm. I got you know what I mean. They like but you don't the hear that though. Elvis and um, oh no, they Elvis when the he bought the die. Oh yeah, I used to sneak in the black side of the town in Memphis, and you know I watched them. Yeah, and, and black or, people knew that the, the whole colonel, time. The right. colonel stole uh, Big Mama Thornton and Little Richard songs and yep. gave it to me. I was gonna bring mm-hmm. up Little Richard earlier. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So we brought Chuck Berry. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, bring up Little Richard. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna bring yeah. it up earlier. Yeah, so <laughs> that's, yeah, I mean, um, you see so many songs of Little Richard right now. Absolutely. You see his influence to this day. No doubt. To this day. And it's crazy because um, history doesn't really put him in the proper scope either. Because, right. you know, he was so flamboyant that that's but all he they want to tell you that about. Way. Yeah. They don't explain yeah. the other things. Isn't it interesting, though, did. before he passed, that he, like... Yeah. Uh, he, oh, yeah. He, he just changed his whole... Perce- yeah. Like, yeah, he brought everything yeah, to light. Yeah, because he just... said, you know, I, I cooned for y'all, but, you know, well, this is the reality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he said it. He's like... They wouldn't put me on stage if I didn't feminize myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I didn't do this, you know what I mean? Because an alpha black male, they were scared of. Mm-hmm. You know, they chased Nat King Cole out of Alabama, Mississippi, because of what? The same thing that um, Elvis was accepted and they loved him for, he did that in front of an audience of white folks. Exactly. And I mean, a lynching party yep. came after Nat Cole. Because oh, no, you it's, fair, <laughs> it's fair to black penis. Yeah. Our women mm-hmm. might like that shit. Yeah. And once that happens, man, who the fuck am I? Yeah. yeah. And right. it's crazy because at the end of the day, man, that shit ain't did nothing but fuck shit up. They ain't benefited from it. It didn't win any wars. Like ultimately, we still stand that in a few years, most of the country is going. Are we like in the same war? Yeah, somebody or she. But did y'all see uh, the opening monologue to Bill Burr on Saturday Night Live? I liked it, and he, I liked he it. He kept it plain. Everything he it. said was spoke. He spoke truth to power. And you know what's so crazy? <laughs> he went light. Yeah. They don't realize yeah. like, that's oh, what yeah. he do he all the time, sandwich. but he go yeah. way yeah. harder than I'm that. I'm like really looking at my He caught all that backlash and it's like, yo, he ain't even say this yeah. shit. I can't like I stay away from him. Yeah. He, he, he said he just enough for y'all to yeah, be comfortable exactly. with. Yep. He kept it. He kept it. That was but the funny man. thing is, um, 
They said he talked about um white women, privileged white women hijacking the women's the um the um yeah, the BLM yeah. movement. He said then a bunch of privileged white women jumped up and started talking about how they would be marginalized yeah. by what he said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the craziest shit ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. do you realize you are admitting like how you doing? Yeah. I'm Karen. Yeah, <laughs> like you volunteered yeah. to be caring. We didn't even know. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't even know. Right, we didn't care. You yeah. were nobody. That's yeah. what's been more prevalent. And now you're though. outraged. That makes yeah. you care. But that's what what's been so prevalent <laughs> in the past four years, though. That's been so prevalent. I mean, I don't know if they've been unintentional with it like that, but just no. the highlight and just more ignorance. of the outcome and the forthcoming of ignorance, it. which is the irony of them wanting to have control over the word nigga. Nigga just yeah. means ignorant person. Absolutely. Yeah, and I'm excited so. to highlight somebody that's not of color that is one, to be honest. Mm. I but can't I wait to talk If you, you know, you visit the South with my mother's side and my family. Guess what? No, but I mean, like, it's that's more prevalent. prevalent. There again. Yeah, it's like, they let you know. They call each other. And they, oh, yeah. He's even in the, the movie Roots when uh, uh, Chuck Connors, the mm-hmm. uh, Chicken George Chicken dad, George when he was uh, drunk. Oh, uh, he just sold yeah, nigger cracker. Right. Remember, he said it. He said himself. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because that was the lowest of the low. But you I just bought somebody to today. Cracker. I just definitely bought it forth to somebody that was in this, well, not this area, but in our limits. And they wasn't down the south, but I definitely had to let them know what a nigger was and that they were a nigger and that they are not black. Well, uh, but not, but <laughs> Because he's uneducated. Here, because they were ignorant and they were uneducated. And well, I had to let them know around here... Um, traditionally, as we talk when I came, this is Irish Polish. So when they got here, they were relegated just like us. Mm-hmm. It's like because under really white, and I spoke upon on somebody um, Facebook Live. Said that white word. is a privilege in America that only afforded to Anglo-Saxon Protestants. Sure, absolutely. Like, so if you are ethnic European, you're not white. Sure, absolutely. They made them white uh, in 1943 under uh, um, a legislation. Right. So if you're Italian, you're anything other than from a British background. Why, Rue? Why they white. made them white? Yeah, because because the poor we, people exactly. had the same shit in common exactly. and it was against the rich people. Yeah. Right. And them motherfuckers said, why y'all against us? Y'all white too. They the what? ones taking your jobs. They the what? ones stealing your houses. What does that sound like? Sure, absolutely. Something we heard four years yeah. ago. Yeah. Exactly. But guess what? I wasn't talking about, I'm talking about a white, I don't know where he's from, but he's a white doctor. He's privileged. He's well off and he What's doesn't live in a city. What's his last name? Like, what you find? Um, Mesa. His last name is Mesa. M-E-S-S-A. I don't remember what it, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it is. Yeah, My point is, so I didn't get, I didn't care about that. Yeah. My whole point is he's well off. He's established. Yeah. He doesn't live in a city limits and he's a doctor. And I let him know what he was like, because you're not going to say, I told you about this before when he said that only the black people, when I went through the turnpike, uh, to all the, only the black toll takers had gloves on. And I'm like, first of all, how many tolls did you go through? Because you can only go through one lane. There's ten lanes. Yeah. First of all, yeah. so you're making a, you're passing judgment. Gloves, lane to lane. Yeah. My point. Second of all, I feel like that's hygienic. I feel like they were practicing good hygiene. Um, so the fact that you said they had gloves on make no sense at all. So my point is you're ignorant, and this is my example to you of why you are a nigger. That was my whole example, like one of many. But I just want to make the point of that it's not by color, it's not by any of that. It's no, about lack no, of education. And then the harder you fight to remain ignorant. Sure, because I argue like, with that's a lot. What's a, that's what's astounding. That, yeah, it's crazy. People... Like, the yeah. shit is out here. It's on the table. Look, it's right there. That's purple, that's blue, that's green, that's red. You keep trying to tell me that's yellow? Yeah, right. I know. Like, how do... <laughs> we can't keep doing yeah. this. Like, you're fighting die? for that, which means that that comes from a different place. That's like when yeah. they say men buy certain cars to make up for um insecurities. Right. And like, right. 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 When you fight so hard against something that you're fighting to cover up some other shit. Yeah. Oh, that has nothing to do with me. But how about... Judge, don't judge the book by its cover. Like, you can't do that anyway. Like, let's get to know what the whole person or situation is. Like, well, I, you all can't... of us... You but can't judge called, a book by its cover. That takes effort, and most people don't want to do that. No, that's a fact. Yeah, Guess what? Do I like, can't not put the effort in because I feel I, like yeah. I, I I can't make any like educated decision or thought by guessing. But I think yeah. that's what pisses <laughs> me off about, um, I guess you could call it social media group thought. 
It's lazy. It's the masses. Oh yeah, it's, it's lazy. It's the laziest shit in the world. It's, it's like sheep's in the herd. it's like what can I say that'll cause the most drama and give me the less amount of work to do? If I say, well, don't nobody never say nothing when we killing each other, then I ain't gotta show up and help the people that's right. marching year round trying to fix that problem. I could just ignore them. Yeah. Because if I don't, if I act like I don't know about them, then I don't feel guilty for not helping. But I could say the same common shit that everybody's saying and be a part of the conversation. Well, right. that's lazy as fuck. And right. it was called conjecture. And that's what a lot of mm. us deal with. It's like, you know, conjecture, the definition is sure. you're you're speaking on something when you don't know the the whole background. Yeah, or... exactly. You just, yeah. Well, I, you know, and then they bring in emotion because. I said this on my Facebook earlier. I said, why most of us, you know, we bring conjecture. You know, we, we deal with things emotionally and and tactical is how you come to a solution. And right? guess you what? I mean? They also say this is a sign of a hypocrite because if you go ahead and um, pass on information that you don't know the credibility of it, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, especially that's, that's, we all, that's dangerous. We all, Hold the, we got these in our hand, and most people they won't Yahoo or Google the facts. It's like, or no, look at the credibility. Well, heard, they heard. may Google, but look yeah. at the credibility of the places that you get your information yeah, true, from. True. And but, as a person in media, like I find the challenge with like I'm I'm really challenged and I'm forged with the responsibility to um, highlight and publicize truthful information that's not only um, positive but in truth, right? Yeah. But when you have somebody who has um, the attention of the masses who constantly say there is fake news. Let's yeah, be clear. But you Probably have to check yeah. the you <laughs> have to check the credibility of the people that you, in the places that you're get, getting your information from, right? Absolutely. And I'm charged with that res- responsibility. Like everything that you see on the scene magazine dot com, check it out. It's definitely been fact checked. It's positive. It's not without. It was no. It, there's definitely truth to it. Yeah. And I think we're having somebody in a position of power who. Um, lends that connotation to fake news is a problem. There is fake news, but you got to know who is the fake news and who's credible. Like that, that's what I'm challenged with right now. That's what I'm challenged with. Well, the idiot just attributes fake news to whatever news he doesn't like. True. And it, it sets a narrative and people always say, well, everybody know he dumb and whoever like him, like him. Thinking. People don't realize how much influence that position holds. And right? going to what we were Regardless. just talking about, absolutely. If you, you know don't, what I mean? If you don't know what you follow and you just follow... Follow over the ledge. Too. There you go. You want a cliff. You out. Yeah. But, I mean, ultimately, like, I think maybe Charlemagne said it first or somebody might have said it before. I'm like, this country got what this country deserved. Not saying that all these people should have died in the pandemic, but like we were so arrogant as a country that you voted in the fucking apprentice. Nah. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, like this country just gonna run itself. We might as well just have him up there. But guess what? As the face. Like that was like the arrogance of that is like if it wasn't hell, we'd have never learned from this shit. But guess what? Going to both of our our quotes and our, our quotes earlier. Um, just because something is there doesn't mean you have to do it. Like for instance, Miami nightclubs are open till five AM. Because it's open, does that mean you have to be there and do it? I've been like, holding flight tickets for the last nine months. I know you have oh, since, six, six months. Since yeah, absolutely. And it's longer than that because Seven we had months, stuff. Yeah. But my whole point is just because something is there doesn't mean you have to do it, right? Yeah. Um, so I think it's for it's we're forged again with the responsibility to be thinkers, to think of our own. And do what we think is best for us. That's the responsibility of knowledge. That's why yeah. ignorance is bliss. And that's why people fight so hard to be ignorant. Yeah, and that's yeah. what's so fucked up. Wow. <laughs> that's what's so fucked up. Because <laughs> like we, like me and Rube understand exactly what you're saying. And we operate that way. But at the same time, we're forced to deal in the world with people that we still haven't explained that to. That feel like they're accomplished people and don't get it. Like that you're, you're your own worst enemy. Absolutely. You're holding yourself back. You know, like, the man is one thing, but at the same time, so is the man. Right. You see what I'm saying? And and that's what it comes down to. And people will fight against the man to keep the man, the man and sure. you to death. Yeah. And that's why I said about, like, the time period of, like, where our elders came from and the things that they did and they accomplished. They didn't strive to do it. They did it. They did it. Man. You know, and we know That's it's power why, in words. With all this pandemic shutdown, 
I never waver. And people call and check up on me and all that. It's like when I know how long it took my grandparents in 1945 after the war when my grandfather was yep. threatened to Tell get him. lynched because mm-hmm. he had his uniform on. Mm-hmm. And how they had to go through the sundown law mm. to get up here from South Carolina. Right. And you think this? I'm like, this is a walk you in the talk, park. You talk about yeah. real life. Yeah. exactly. War at home type shit. Yeah, move in on 20th and Bainbridge with my great uncle and aunt, you know what I mean, and building from there because he was supposed to get the GI Bill with all soldiers, but it took him 10 years to get it. Yeah, yeah. They didn't get it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it took, it took the black soldiers 10 years. And a lot of them was gone by then. Gone by then. So, you know, to, to, to hear those real stories like... You know, my grandfather being one of the few black cab drivers, mm. less than a handful of black cab drivers in the city in 1947 when Jackie Robinson uh, joined. Mm. They got off 30th Street. They said, well, meet us at the ballpark, Jackie. You're on your own. She was, you can stay with the team and all the time. Right. Yeah. Wow. And the thing about it is. and um, Wow. Imagine the contrast, though. The one black cab driver where the cab drivers, as we know it, is the one job that minorities rule. Right. These days. Immig- mm-hmm. Immigrants rule. Yeah. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Today. Yeah. Like, like a majority of the cab drivers that we know that drive licensed taxi cabs, right, right. they're Muslim, a lot of mm-hmm. them. And yeah. I mean, like, they come from Muslim countries. Yeah. Right. And it's like, there was a time where there was one or two black cab drivers. That's yeah. crazy. It it, it oh, just yeah. explains like, and I'm not saying that it's unfathomable to me, but I don't think people understand that shit when we talking about what we still fighting for and where you put your energy at, mm-hmm. as opposed to pushing. But the it's rock also up interesting because it shows because it's a boulder we pushing uphill. The people like it shows you because we were struggling at that point to do like to get where we weren't right. And, and the foreigners come here to get where they not, they not. right? Yeah. So, but that's why we don't beef with them. We learn from them. You yeah, live in better. Southwest Philly. You know a lot about Africans and and Haitians and different kind of people. You live in New York. You learn about each other cultures and them projects and then them bodegas and all them stores. Everybody has their flags when you walk in there. Yeah. You know what they represent. You know, the music, the, the the prayers. You hear it. You get some of that culture Absolutely. when you're on the bottom together. That's why they made everybody white. You had to split yeah. that shit up. Yeah, it did. Because we respect each other. Mm-hmm. We don't right. have the problem. Like, that. That the, the crime is going to happen to the people that you're closest to, to, between the people that you're closest yeah. to, no matter where you're Kill at. where you are. Right. But when you yeah. really talk about it, you talk to people that, that, that really want to have real conversations, they'll tell you the influences that they got from being next to sure, people. Sure, absolutely. Absolutely. That don't come from nothing like what they mom, dad, and granddad yeah, like came I, from. I was telling Sam, my, my father grew up around here. Mm. It was called Jewtown. Yep. Yeah, he grew up around here. And you know what I mean? It, it was a little small but. Uh, pocket of black people, but they all got along. Huh? I was like, and you know, me being young, it's like, y'all facing nah. We was cool. These was, you know what I mean, German and Polish mm-hmm. immigrants, immigrants that we got along. And they was at the bottom was, too. Yeah. They was trying to figure exactly. some shit out too. Yeah. Like, and mm. if we needed, a, if, if you had a loaf of bread and I had some turkey sausages, then we got a sandwich. Like, yeah. like that's just the shit that happens with, when you being in community. Yeah. Neighbors. That's community. Yeah. Like yeah. that's what I was about to say. Like people live next to each other. Don't nobody know how to be neighbors no more. And it's weird as hell. Cause who the hell you think is watching your grip? But the motherfucker that yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do. that old lady that been stalking. My neighbor grip. been in the hospital. She's a I only, I only been in my house for though. listen. You know, I only been in my house for a year. My neighbor been in the hospital. She had like a brain tumor aneurysm. But anyway, we we cut her grass. She out the county. Okay. Yeah, we cut her grass, all that. Like, I make sure that I still instill that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really important to me. Like, like I said, when I was running around doing shit I wasn't supposed to do, I couldn't see an older person trying to get shit from the car or whatever. Or definitely took my grandma home without speaking to him. <laughs> like, I didn't understand how when just because you live a certain lifestyle that you don't account for the people that's around you that no. have nothing to do with what you got going on, because you rather this person pull you to the side and say, "Young man." Instead of picking they up the see phone, what you don't say. instead of picking up the phone and calling somebody mm-hmm. on you, you know what I mean. Even mm-hmm. if they say don't, you can't do that around here. Right, right. At least Rather, they told exactly, you. Exactly, absolutely. At least they told you. 
But community so like, is different these days. So community like, is so don't different. Lose Family community is different. Because you think you walk in a certain walk. And I know the mentality changes. Like it's stressful to be in the streets. It's stressful to, to live certain lifestyles. But realize that nobody else around you signed up for that shit that is not involved in what you're doing. And the community matters. True. It fucking matters. And you should always be looking for your quickest way out of positions like that. True. Always. Always. Because like now, doing a lot of things that I I feel good about. I want to do more, bigger, better things. I want to be able to influence more people. I want to be able to help with more community things. And I've been blessed to be able to do the amount of things that I have been, especially for the community. I've been like tagged and I'm literally like tagged. Just come through. And it's like, I can show up and... And be like a real influencer of what's going on. Yeah. God damn it, I'm gonna be there. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But like, I remember those times. Like, I remember when N one. You might remember this. Uh, remember when N one started? Yeah, they was going park to park. I remember. And they was mm-hmm. having like y'all shoot foul shots and you get some shorts or get a t shirt or whatever, right? Yeah. And then they signed all of the Roughnecks. They yep. signed Latrell. They signed yep. stuff. They signed the people Nike wouldn't sign. Adidas wouldn't sign. Like people don't get them credit for that. Steph had some of the illest sneaks, even mm-hmm. though the silver ones faded when they got wet. But oh, because I bought them. But like the way that they attacked it, this was something that started as a, a school, a class project, I believe. Yeah, they was it got alumni right support, yeah. and they went straight to the streets. And yeah. if anyone would have had the foresight of an Under Armour, true. You see what I'm saying? Or the equity. Yeah, yeah the equity like this, like, and I'm, I'm not gonna blame it on for possibly the equity. But like even, but they was started. they were doing it the way that like we could relate. Like that touched. Like I remember when they gave out them shorts. Yeah, and, shit. and I remember awesome. like I was like, shit, I'm on my end. Shout out to Stephen Starberry too. Yeah. Starberry was all that too. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, shout I, out that to Starberry. I, 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 I was a But like I remember how they marketed, and it was like nowadays. That's what's missing. Yeah. It's people that's but one thing that Spot under sure. did, marketing. That's what I Gorilla did. Marketing that. still exists. I preach yeah. that. But one thing that um Under Armour did that is highly respectable, they laid roots in Baltimore. Mm. And they hired a lot of ex convicts and fellas. Right. And they trained them and they did a lot for the community. You can watch till this day. You'll see people from Baltimore, even on TV, that got money with an Under Armour hoodie or some shit on. They are. They right and there they, on the water. They, they, and I they remember when they started because I lived out yeah. there. They right there I lived the out there yeah, when they, they started. Me early when they was building. Um, remember the We Must Protect This House commercial? Mm-hmm. My man was in it that I used uh, to smoke with every day. Mm-hmm. He was, used to be on the football team in Morgan. He got an opportunity to be in the commercial. He was one of them. He was one of them. All right. And I was like, damn, this is crazy. But they was basically making draws. They was making spandex mm-hmm. shit right. they under your they pad. Absolutely. Fast four years later, I get a job. Um, I'm training for the man um the, the um um assistant kitchen manager position at Chipotle. And I'm I'm at that gig and this white guy walking, they look like they came from the gym, but one of them had on these high tops and they like basketball sneaks. And I'm like, what the fuck is they? And they was under armors. And I mean they fly to any steps I ever seen. Right. But like they was like, oh shit, they turned that corner. And now they're not out the conversation. When they right. sign a stuff, they sign stuff after that. Right, but when right. they sign somebody like they're there, you'd be surprised you look up in five, ten years, they'll be neck and neck with everybody else that matters on certain sport fronts. Because in sneakers, certain people control um soccer, certain people control track, yeah. basketball, shit like that. You could wedge your way in if you do your business right. Mm-hmm. But they did the street thing too. They just did it in a different way and yeah. probably with a different equity. And it was interesting. Remember the flag that Steph got when he signed with Under Armour too, though? Yeah. I mean, the same shit. What's the name? He got, got a new lot balance. of flag for that. <laughs> that new balance. Yeah, and them new balances still look like new balances. <laughs> I just remember that he got a lot of flag for that. So it was just interesting. Boy, James Worthy was doing new balances. Mm. It was all like. Microphone. New balances was, new balance was definitely Daniel decent wore when I was little. Bill. You heard the spot built. Was a sneaker called Spot Bill or mm. Ciccone that was like right, that. right, right. Okay, I like Ciccone. Yeah. Ciccone um, tough. New Balance was, was tough though in the eighties though. Oh, yeah. New Balance yeah, was New definitely Balance tough. Was cool. Remember they said the patches that you could change. Can you used to change the patches yeah, and yeah. like the lottos, like the lottos. Yeah, I'm but um, tough. Carl Malone had Apexes and they sold them in Payless. Mm. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, Apexes, bro. Yeah. Oh no, I ain't that young. Yeah, 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 I know. (laughs) I've been on my sneaks a long time. Right. But no, like, it's crazy because 
I feel like this is just a culture episode. We got to get for the a lot. culture. He said it like five times. We got to get a lot off about Rue. We got to have a great conversation. Sure, with absolutely. And learn a lot about Rue. But I feel like a lot of our interest solely is on the the, the preservation and the cultivation no, of it's... what we were endowed into. Yeah, sure, it's, we it's, fell into this shit. We, we was forward. blessed to yeah. born at the right time, right place, right set of um, mentors. Right, right, right. You see what I'm saying? Like that's a blessing. Right, and one thing that I say all the time to people, like, because I, I appreciate that people appreciate what I do when I when I collect my efforts mm-hmm. to what they're doing. But when people ask me why or how or what makes me do it, it's like I'm still paying my life forward. Right. No and I feel like I'm going to die doing that because people have no idea that I wouldn't have made it 38 years old if it wasn't for a lot of people's situations and circumstances. Mm-hmm that I may or may not have deserved to be in, but they made sure I was good. Okay. You see what I'm saying? And I mean, from blessings you don't, some things get you through life, some things get you through moments, some things make you have a good time. All of that shit counts in, no in, doubt. in, in no me doubt. being here today. Divine intervention. But I mean, I've that. known people 19, 20 years, and mm-hmm. I've had, I've, they've done little things for me, and I know somebody for 19, 20 days. Mm-hmm. Right. They've done something that that person hasn't been able to do for 20 sure. years for me or didn't True. take the initiative to do. So that's something that's like, that was a blessing for real because that person fell in at a time to do that. Mm-hmm. And they took it upon themselves to do that. I didn't. I don't ask for much. You know what I mean? I like to pay my way. Like I say, I don't fix shit. I pay somebody so I got somebody to complain to. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to be mad at me. But right. I, when I was young, that's another <laughs> tip that I give y'all. My grandmom, she used to give me a certain allowance. Like, yeah, do this, do this thing. So I was, she, she always told me, she said, you're going to get paid with your brain. I couldn't understand it. It's mm-hmm. like, I give you $10, you done broker the deal, give somebody $3 to do the work I paid you for, and you kept seven. Right. You know what I mean? But what do you have to do in the kitchen besides delegate yeah. responsibility? Yeah. Right. Exactly. And what can you do? You can get your cousin that say, Rube, you said you weren't short. I, I'm going to come help you. And you can tell her exactly how to run her section of the talk. kitchen. Right, right, right. right. You right, learn right, how right. to delegate responsibility. Yeah. And you learn how to accept that that's a part of life. Yeah, it is. You don't have to be the man. Yeah. The team. <laughs> it's about the team. We said that earlier, too. Well, yeah. You only got 24 hours in a day. Yeah. Fuck having All the same 24. You only got 24. Yeah, if yeah. you can make the most and out of that 24. Sure, absolutely. Bro, you could break yeah. it up amongst three people? Yeah. Oh, we got a great day. I just literally said that. I'm using my time more wisely. No, this is an awesome talk, bro. Absolutely. We said before y'all got here that we knew this was going to be a two-hour pod. We usually do an hour, maybe a little okay. over. But I didn't want to cut short um, any of your wisdom or your legacy. And um, she never gets to talk to you. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> it and, was definitely a pleasure. You enjoyed definitely the flavors, though. Absolutely. I, one of my uh, my quotes and everything, you know, when I expand so much, like, I might not be here, but my flavors will. Absolutely. So, and that's heavy. Yeah. But, like, when you bottled up in, 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 in everybody's shit with your own sauce, yeah, bro, right. like, do you know how major that is? Yeah, it's... Uh, do you it, understand, so, like, just the request, just the interest of, like, no, I need... Your flavor on my side. It's, uh, At a restaurant? Yeah, it astounds me because I remember I shipped three cases to Belgium mm-hmm. of baby mama sauce. I had um, a lady that lives on Fernand right there where my kitchen is now, 2nd Street. She like uh, she came and bought some sandwiches last week. She said, you got any baby mama sauce? I'm all out. You know what I mean? Because I, I haven't really been selling anything because... I haven't got any my my labels made, so I'm actually getting delivered tomorrow. Mm. But um, yeah, and it was like, but I bottled her up, but and then because she bought so many bottles that she showed me a picture that she put her plants in and everything. So I was like, wow, <laughs> and oh, wow. Uh, and I bottled up. That's so hard. And gave it to her. It's like, thank you so much. And she was telling me all the stuff that she puts it on. And it's like, I'm melting at the same time. It's like, wow, this is... This, Bro, I done made chicken cheesesteaks with your sauce. Right. Yeah, you know how you make the chicken breast? Yeah, I done yeah, woke yeah, up yeah, the next yeah, day, yeah. chopped that bitch up, poured yeah. the baby mama sauce on, threw it in right. the joint. 
Nigga. Asa. Asa. Crazy. Crazy. I keep it G with you. I done done it. Done done it all. Done done it all. Because I came up with, and this is how I came up with it, is like, okay, I was going on WIP, and I had uh, the day before, you know, my ingredients, the peppers and all that. So I made it within over a little over a day, and I was like, Wow, then the reception from there. And then, and, and literally, like, what you gonna call it? It's like baby mama sauce, because the way it tastes, I was like, well, she came in my life sweet and she left hot. So it was just like, so all my homegirls, that's funny. But Rue, why you said, I said, so I'm watching a movie with Tina Fey and Amy, her friend. Yes. And they yes, call it baby mama. It's like, that's it our vernacular, that's our culture. That's the shit. And baby mama's yeah, the they, shit. They, they appropriated that, but I said and our vernacular. I said our vernacular that gets translated to the world. I said I'm gonna own this. Word. So then like, that's oh, dope. now I see that. That's on Mr. T shit. Daughter, she like, did you name that after my mom? <laughs> that's funny, but that's on Mr. T shit because they said Mr. T named himself Mr. T so that white folks had to call him Mister. Well, I have two cousins. My great uncle. He named his children. I got two King. cousins, brother. Sir. No, that, that Mister. Both of their names is Mister. Uh-huh. Their last name is Dawkins. So, and you he gotta said call that, him Mr. Yeah, Dawkins. you gotta call him Mister Dawkins. He said that. My I got a grand, little cousin named grandmother's Prince. Brothers, something, yeah. something, something. Mr. But his Dawkins. first name is Prince. Prince. Yeah, you are going to address him as such. Yeah. Uh-huh. Period. And yeah. it's crazy because he got he used to have a long mane with the one ponytail. Like he looked like. Zamunda, like, like it was funny, but um, yeah, amazing. no, we are what we are, we need to take pride in that. We got to celebrate that at every moment, but we also have to unify, we have to protect ourselves, and we have to stop pushing these wild narratives that they're feeding us. It's sickening, yeah, it's sickening, True. it's really ridiculous that they said and. And um, it's the other um, black women yeah. don't, black men don't, yeah, yeah. Right. black people don't. Mm-hmm. Who told you that? Right, right, right. You telling me about black on black crime? Somebody taught you that? Yeah, exactly. You Who gonna you think killing Italians in Italy tonight? Right. You, you gonna get mad? You gonna get mad at a black for practicing Christianity because you gonna say it was taught to him through slavery? But you're repeating shit to us as if it's biblical. That they taught you. Right. What's the difference between you and them? Mm -hmm. The way that you perceive them, I should say. You see what I'm saying? Like, you can't tell me that they're wrong for believing in something that you're saying that they was taught by them when you're riding and dying for this shit. Right. That they just, they remixed and gave you another way to to, to, to get it. They gave you a meme. (laughs) They didn't give you a book. They gave you a meme because they know you ain't read books. They like, y'all ain't reading books. Let's give them a couple lines. To yeah, run with catchphrase, like you know, we run with that narrative, uh, Uncle Tom. Right. And most she got to bite the sandwich like, before we get off. You see, so I'm like, getting here. I'm like, yo, I'm about to get into my sandwich. No, I'm trying like, to Uncle behave. Tom. If you read the, the book, story, he was the good it. guy. Exactly. But a they done changed it around. Sambo was the bad guy. Right. All my life is like, you know what I mean? It's like, why you? No, he's not on. He's a Sambo. He's sorry, definitely yeah, a Sambo. I couldn't wait. Like, I was trying to wait, but I can't wait. I can't. I really, really can't wait. I'm you did good. Day. I'm proud of you. Listen, I couldn't wait. It ain't all. easy to sit front that big room. Listen, man. this was like. Yes. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to eat with the cameras on. All right. Oh, no, it's not. But no, so, so, so what you saying about it? Yes. What you saying about it? Listen. <laughs> Listen. This joint here, I told him I wasn't going to smack in the mic, so I'm going to let y'all know this joint, I'm going to leave it right here, not here, here. That joint's all that. Say that. Say that. <laughs> OG. The old jizzle, man. Cashville. The OG for the OG, you Yes. <laughs> Cashville. young lady. Mac and cracking. He yeah, got everything. Chocolate chip bite. cookies. I am. Yes. Getting a lot more bites, trust yes. me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, we about to it. have fun once we cut this off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I had That's to get her because she she told you on camera that she was yeah. going to do it on camera. <laughs> we had to make sure she held it down. Yeah. My homie ain't played Pippin. 
I told y'all once I started, I wasn't gonna stop too. <laughs> no, that's what you said. That's what you said. No, but how we that flavor hit. Tell him. Tell him. Talk to him. Talk to him. Nice. Gorgeous. Talk to him. Gorgeous. Right here, I'm trying to be a lady. Like I'm really. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. To be, yeah. When they eating, they say I'm trying to be a lady. <laughs> Woo! Listen, this joint right here. You better holler at Chef Rube. I'm trying to tell you, November first or before. Yeah, Chef Rube on Instagram. Yeah. What he said. Yeah, so that you know, I I give you. The sauce is dope too. This sauce my, is real thank good. You. My process. Uh, I brine the chicken. That's a loud chicken. I brine it for 48 hours, you know, and um, so that the flavors marinate and all in there. A whole then, 48. Yeah. That's love right there. Yeah, so I use unbleached flour, you know mm. what I mean, with my spices, you know what I mean? I, I do a, um, a organic egg wash and then put in my spices, my dredge. And I fry it, you know, at 300 degrees. And uh, You're going to get them all yeah. of it? You said they still ain't gonna be able to do yeah, it like me. No, Bet you yeah, can't do yeah, it like me. Right? Bet you can't do it like me. I gotta get this right here. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> it's like this. It's like um, you know, especially you know with um, superior ingredients. Like I know most people won't use because the price differential for me for unbleached flour and the the halal chicken that's a whole different price point. Yeah. When you can get like my price per pound is fifty percent more mm-hmm. for halal chicken. Absolutely. A lot of people, you know, I, I I know there's a customer base that love a superior, absolutely more premium product, and I cater to that customer, and that's where Say you that. get that comeback flavor. Because that's what I'm. My grandma always said, you got to give them comeback flavor. Now, I ain't going to lie yeah. to you. <laughs> he ain't making poppy store sandwiches. Not no, at all. No. You ain't going to run out of there with a five, Not seven, nine no, sandwich. No, no, no. But I have never, and I paid before and I paid after, I have never scrunched my face up when that man told me how much my meal cost. <laughs> it was always reasonable and exactly what it was fucking supposed to be. That's what, yeah, that's what you want. I know y'all see me. And you tell like me if I'm lying. That, that toasted part, that's <laughs> that's garlic butter so that I, I I toasted it on on the grill mm. on both sides. So mm. in and out, that's garlic butter right there. You was talking yeah. gorgeous. He talking Listen, kinky. I literally can't stop. <laughs> Rube just started talking nasty on it. I'm trying Man, to stop. I can't stop camera. Like, I don't yeah. want y'all to... I, I can't stop. Yeah. I, I, no, I, she I, said that... You heard her say that earlier. Like, I don't want to start Rube. And she wasn't trying... She yeah, was being honest. You see, she's keeping it fucking talk, with yeah. you. <laughs> but no, this is my... Go in. Go I'm in. I'm such a lady, but... Yeah. Um, listen. Nah, but um, it's been a ball. And Rube, you always welcome. Um, yeah, I, we'll I have you that. back. Yeah, um, please. next developments, please let us know. Even if you can't make it, send us a, a flyer and we'll, we'll promote it. Yeah. Make sure that you're good. But um, I just want the people to take care of you like you took care of us. Thank you. But um, let the people know where and where and how and what. Yeah. So um, now you know um, you can follow me at Chef Big Rube on Instagram and mm-hmm. uh. See all my updates where I'm at. But yep. like I said, uh, November 1st, I'm going to open up a ghost kitchen at 1308 Gerard. And, and you'll see it like if you go on Grubhub, Uber Eats and all the other ones that they have out there. You know, when you punch in Big Rube's fried chicken, you know what I mean? You're going to see my whole entire menu. and You'll be able to, you know, click on there. And uh, I'm new to the app thing. I ain't going to lie. This is all new to me, but, you know, you be able to go in there and get your order on, and it's coming at you. Word. That's what it is. You I appreciate it. you. Now, I owe POTUS. Poe, you got one question to ask Big Rube, because you, oh, look, you are ready. Oh, man. Here we go. Come on. I don't think I got one. You don't got one? I'm all right. Well, tell me what you want to tell me. I'm still in fan mode. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate right you. There. I'm going to just sit here and enjoy the ambiance. Good looking for the uh, OG sandwich, too. No doubt. No oh, yeah. Doubt. Good looking for the jerseys, too. Yeah. And the whole culture shock and all oh, that other cool shit. See, he got to <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever your wildest question, just throw it no, out. Like, <laughs> see, the logo, part of the yeah. reason he the logo is because he be low key. Uh, he he fly as shit, so Flyboy Friday logo, that's what you get. You know what I mean? Uh, but at the same time, like, he don't like being on these things. All right. 
But he like he, he what he what he did say, and he gave you one. He said, <laughs> he said, I'm just I'm still in fan mode. Right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like this ain't he ain't one of them. Yeah. I and he and, and 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 he said, oh, matter of fact, thank you for the Jersey game and the da 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 da. Like he knows your history that much that I was like, I'm gonna give him one, but I knew he probably wasn't gonna talk. Yeah. But I fuck all with right. him all the time. No doubt. We yeah. start every Friday with about three to five words from him in the okay. intro, and then we don't see him no more. <laughs> all right, all right. I got you. He's but, an introvert. You know? Yeah, but it's he's a good. creative. He's heavy on the fashion scene. He's done all of the Flyboy Friday merch recently. We've had. Everything, the champion collabs, the gap collabs, the Dickies, the t shirts, the it's jerseys coming soon. Like oh probably be out by the time this episode drop. Like he's the brain, he's the master of all of that shit. And he helps the he helps the ship stay afloat when we when we on air. But he he ain't big on this time. <laughs> but um Saf, tell him something. So, you know, you can find me on the scene magazine.com. We just dropped a lot of information. Got some more coming by the time you see this. So, on the scene magazine.com for your positive platform from everything from entertainment to education. Holla at your girl. Word, word, word. Um, salute to the both of you. I had a fucking ball. Shout out to everybody that tuned in. Um, I know it hurt to watch Saf eat, but he told you where you can get your own. Um, I, I, I tried to and warn I you. And I also dropped a couple times that he caters. Ow. Oh, get yeah. get Woody while he can, because in a minute. Yeah, yeah, authentic black folk food, you know what I mean? Like, you know, take this away. I'm going to have it, and I'm brand, like I said, I brand a, a, a law firm name. You know, Mitchell and Ness, a worldwide brand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, think about it. If you close your eyes, it sounds like a law firm. Mm-hmm. So you will never say Southern or soul food in the next mm-hmm. couple of years. You're going to just come black off your, folk your cooking. black folk cooking. That's it. That shit. You know what I mean? Ooh, let's yeah. go. Just like if you want to eat linguine, you call that Italian food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to eat sushi, Japanese. So when it comes to our culture, fried chicken, you know what I mean? Collard greens, mac and cheese, mm. the list goes on. You say, I'm going to get me some black folk cooking. And Let's that's go. what it is, man. And I'm, I'm going to be here to see it and, and high five you and salute you at every other point along the way, man. Just keep me right, posted. Yeah. Let me know what's clicking. So, Ian. But um, <laughs> check us out every Thursday, man, 4 p.m. Like I say, I love happy hour. I control happy hour. Every Thursday, 4 p.m., <laughs> sipping with Sammy podcast. We're soft most of the time. So if you don't like me, she's cute. <laughs> but um, I also Flyboy Friday Radio, Flyboy Friday Radio every Friday four to six p.m. on Glockaway Radio, the best happy hour in the world on the greatest station in the nation, Flyboy Friday Radio on Glockaway. We gonna figure out a way to get get my man Chef Big Group through there, and we gonna have some food there too. Fuck it, I don't know if it's gonna be a pop up or if we just gonna give out samples, but we gonna give y'all a little taste of what my man bringing to the table. We gonna work that out soon. So just stay tuned, man. I just I just want everybody to know about the good energy that my network provides and that my people are doing out here because I don't want to hear no excuses in the future. I just want y'all to win. And that's it, man. Like I said before, and I ain't said it in a while, it's okay to not be okay. It's all right. It's fine. Say it. I'm fucked up. And then figure out how you can best deal with it and how you can get through it and talk to somebody that you can trust to help you get through it. If somebody asks you, I don't care if they're the white people at your job tomorrow. If they say, yo, how you feel? You are not obligated to say that you're okay. Yeah, blunt. Keep it blunt. You are allowed to say, you know what? I'm not cool. You know, it's fucked up. And then if they ask you why, you can either raise your eyebrow like the rock, like, nigga, you know. Or you can explain it to them in the safest way possible. But And I say safe because I'm sure you'll probably be at work. (laughs) But it's okay to not be okay. And that's all I really had to say, man. It's been a while since I said it, and it still reigns true to the day, and I don't want to forget it. I don't want y'all to forget it. Shit's fucked up. They fucking with us. It's cool to feel fucked up, but fuck them. And the more you get that fucking juice in you, the more you be able to accomplish in life, man. Real shit. I'm out. Malone, 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 Malone. Heads up. Heads up.
Just a heads up, I came to get my bread up I ain't deviating for shit, homie, I'm fed up I ain't flipped out in the bit, kept my head up Nose clean, toes down, businessmen become foes now Shark tank, dog eat dog, bet they know now The Puma nigga with long hair, with throw down Time to go now, been told y'all, let's talk about it Try to settle down, tip, fuck it, I'm back to drown shit Heavy talk, so come heavy, you're not around here Tired of nights stressing about how to get you to listen Pick a side, ride or die, I'm on a mission Cousin, I'm a chef, ain't tripping by Hell's Kitchen I drink like a fish, the ocean too deep to swim and I'm out here I was down, you caught it when it's your side motherfucker, this life, my life's different Plenty nights, them lights shimmered Upgraded the wheel, treat them lights different While cheaping tonight's is a Cognac toasting and bitten Like that shit that ain't funny My happiness ain't money Nothing short of a box A cage could take it from me I get back phenomenal Come up astronomical I'm the one they whisper about And try to outdo Whole world wanna sip with Sammy Not you I'm checking for checks I hated you, not true My eyes up to the sky I'm focused above you Hands up Hey